everyone. Welcome back to Wiki University. I am Kyle Berseth, your professor. If you're new to the podcast, my student here and I will be connecting two very different topics across Wikipedia. And without further ado, let me introduce you to the TA in training, Jason Nunez. I'm the tits and ass of training. Oh, come on. <laughs> We're off to a good start already. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Wiki University. First and foremost, I'm Jason. And secondly, please rate and review us uh, on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. And also just tell a friend. Uh, and i like to introduce... Did you already introduce yourself? Yeah, but try it out just for future... When you become a TA, so you can, like, introduce... You can, you know, get That's good right. practice. I'm a TA's assistant right now, right? It's an ass assistant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right now, you just get a good flogging. Yeah. But, you know, but soon enough, someday gonna... you'll be doing the flogging. Oh, yeah. And I'll be the full T and A. Uh, oh, so what was thirdly then, right? Because that's it secondly. So okay. thirdly, thirdly, welcome my, I like to call him Teach because, you know, I'm young, I'm Gen Z, and I'm like, hey, what's up, Teach? Oh, is that what Gen Z's doing now? <laughs> yeah, they just say teach. <laughs> Not even the first name or last name. They just wasn't, say teach. Wasn't there a show called Yo Teach or something? I don't. Yes. Was there? You're are you you're just agreeing with me? I'm yes ending you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, usually I just yes. I didn't usually end. Usually you're it. a no butter. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I dropped the no but. I dropped. I installed the yeah but. Just a full-on yes. I thought there was a show called Yo Teach or something. I'm not familiar. But with it was it. on cable. I don't watch Nickelodeon. I didn't have cable growing up. Mm. I didn't have Nickelodeon either. I had the black box, which I guess did give you Whoa. Nickelodeon. I went straight to the HBO Cinemax. Whew. Yeah. Good lord, I would, I would go hang out at Brandon's house and we'd sit there and wait for the squiggle to become clear, you know, yeah. and catch a. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, did you guys? Did you guys catch one? We would catch yourselves? one from time to time, and there was a nip, and yeah. it was like ah, it was kind of like seeing Janet Jackson at at the Super Bowl. You remember when that happened? And oh, it yeah. was like whoo, cut to commercial, and it was like, was that a nipple? That was a nipple, right? right? We're, we're almost. You weren't a hundred percent sure if it was a nipple or not. Exactly. Like if it happened or not. Right. And or it if it was a female or not. <laughs> I assumed female. Well, I'm just saying close enough. A nipple's a nipple, my friend. That's true. You know? You got to have a little bit behind it for it to be milk, female. Milk, you mean? Milk? Yeah, it's got to be dripping with milk. <laughs> I know a lot about female nipples, and they're always dripping with milk. If you're not dripping with milk, you're not a real lady. Go to a doctor. Go to a doctor immediately. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, the milk and jugs episode. All right, right. Well, that, that actually let me introduce you to my topic, please, then. and I'll do the same after you. Ironically enough, so my topic is a celebrity. Big, fa well, I'm a big fan of celebrities. Big fan of big celebrities. Fan. I don't care any celebrity. I'm a at big fan. Wiki you. Yeah, any celebrity. Any celebrity. Any fucking Hitler. B. C D minus oh Hitler? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Where's he fall on the A B C D minus? I mean, he goes full circle. I mean, an A for his accomplishments, I suppose. But <laughs> oh wow, okay. I don't mean interesting. I take. mean those accomplishments specifically. I mean the fact that he set goals and accomplished most of them, I suppose. I mean, I. I hate to yes and you here, but <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, I think he achieved more than most. More than he more than he thought. I'm sure within the goals that he set forth. I'm not saying that I agree with the goals that he set. Right. However, he did pretty good with the goals that he set. Now, if I'm his art teacher, probably not going to give him that A. Hard F. You know, hard F. I see, you know, I see the sparkle in his eye, his blue eyes. I'll probably give him a D plus. <laughs> his blue eyes. He had brown eyes. Did he? I don't know. Well, my topic today. I'm, is... not, I'm sorry, I'm not a huge Hitler fan. I don't know his eye color. I, I'm glad. I don't know his. I don't know his eye color, Jason. I'm not really in love with him. I don't even know his eye color. Good, good. <laughs> I've taught you well. So my topic today is a lady, strong female lead, by the name of Morgana. Morgana. Have you heard of her? I haven't. What's the last name? I would just Morgana. Her last like name Cher. is 
like Cher, like Madonna, Morgana. Okay. But her last name by birth is Roberts, but she's also known as the Kissing Bandit or Morgana the Wild One. The Kissing Bandit? Why is that? Her thing was, and I guess it probably still is, but I think, you know, she's not in her prime anymore. She's 69 years old. That's To me, that's, that's your prime, your, baby. That's the best year of your life. That's the best year to get things done. Okay, well. Any and every why which you way. Get things done? Yeah. Why is that? Because you're down for everything and anything. For anywhere. that year only. For that year only, yeah. That's like a leap year. Well, back in the day, I'd say the 70s and 80s, she was known for running onto baseball fields and kissing the players and oh, then getting right? dragged off by the cops, but like while flirting with the cops. Like it was uh, her thing. She was known for it. She was like uh, how certain sports teams have their own like number one super fan. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But she was what? I T- was going to say. TNA, TNA wise? Oh, a lot of tea, I think. Yeah? I think so. When you got that much tea, all you need is a little bit of A. I mean, I remember... Or vice versa, I I remember, like... (laughs) You either want huge teachers... Okay. Or a big old assistant in the back. (laughs) You know what I mean? You don't want both. You know what I mean? (laughs) Some people want both. Oh, sure. Hey, if you can have both, by all means, have your cake and eat it, too. I don't even know what we're talking about. Marie Antoinette is what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her thing was baseball. I just remember as a kid seeing, do you remember, maybe this is a little before your time, but probably crosses into your time where they'd have like VCR tapes of baseball bloopers from like 1986 to 1990 or something like that and then 1990 to 94 like the infomercials where they sell it to you i I remember seeing a couple of those we would watch them at baseball camp like okay great training baseball camp come watch some videos of baseball bloopers it was right around like thursday of baseball (laughs) camp week where they're like Listen, this afternoon is movie day. We're going to watch Field of Dreams, and we're going to watch bloopers. And Morgana would always show up in the bloopers where she'd go, like, bobbing onto the field, kiss a player, and the player would be like, oh, my. Now, what if I start running into the WNBA court and just start laying laying a couple couple smackers? And that's if I can get, you know, a stool to reach up. Maybe if I can jump jump, jump high enough yeah. to give him a little smooch. I think it worked the same way for Morgana. I think she endeared herself to the players enough that they would accept a kiss. Or, shit, I'll do it with NBA players. Just I'll do it to both I'm the gonna... WNBA and NBA so everyone gets a, gets a fair share of Nunez yeah, over it's, here. Yeah, it's 2022, man. You need to kiss both ways. I'm going to need to work on my ups, though. I'm going to need <laughs> to work on my vertical for both of them. But I think there's going to be a double standard for you, I'm afraid. Men kissing people, I mean, you got to get consent first. You got to fill out a form. You got to have them sign the form. And, you know, with players and contracts now, their agents are going to have to look over the kissing form, then get it back to you and get consent. Yeah, I have a strict tongue policy. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's going to have to go contractually. <laughs> I'll talk it over with the wait, agents. Wait, Anyways, is it tongue in or tongue out? Both. In it, and out. It must go in and out. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you tongue kiss? You just lay it on there in and leave it in? Well, no, I'm wondering. <laughs> no, you let it in. You put it in. Yeah. And then you just let it soak. Okay. Oh, okay. Like a sponge? Have I been doing it wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Let's try it. <laughs> it's for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, well, we got to set up that Patreon. All right, Jason. So what is your topic today? Uh, my topic today... I forget the full name. You gave it to me. Oh, I got sweet. it right here. Acting. <laughs> <laughs> so my topic today is the Southport Sockman. Or is it Sockman? I don't it's know. There Sock might Man, there might be two culprits, singular. though. There might be two culprits. Whoa, you got to say spoiler alert. This is a short article, Jason. Spoiler so alert. How, all I, I, know, all I know from it. it 
Not okay. much, aside from, you know me, I like myself a good deal. I'm in it for the deal. I didn't know you. I actually, well, I didn't know you like a good deal necessarily. I like a good deal. When it's a good deal. I don't always look for it. But if it's in front of me. Okay. But what I hate is a fraudulency towards me. Or anybody, for that matter. And this oh, is what it's about. Touch oh. my leg, man. Why? I'm going to be making out before you know it. Just pretend it's my tongue. I'm going to lay it there, and it's going to sit there and stay there. <laughs> it's too warm. Feels like Dude, you'll soak it up. <laughs> it feels like church. Like when you had to, Whoa, hold, what? When you had to like hold another person's hand in my church, tongue feels and it like was church. like oh, too, yeah. too warm of a hand. Or or like soaky, like oh, so da- da- soaky? or damp, you like damp. It's, soaky. <laughs> <laughs> it's got suds on it. Soaky hand. Oh, because you know, he soaked it's it. It's like wrinkly. He soaked it in holy water. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is freshly soaked for you. You never used to play. Uh, you and the church friends used to go and put your, dip your hand in the holy water and see who like lasts the longest without getting burned. All right, so anyway, your topic is the Southport Sock Man. Which, what were you going to say about it? Oh, which all I know about it is basically they, they a guy or people. Don't spoil. I'm trying not to. Okay. Uh, they dupe people into giving their socks or buying. I, I forget. Sounds like Something you don't know anything yeah, about it. Yeah, well, I want to learn more. That's where, why I'm here. Where did you come up with this topic? Ran it through the internet. <laughs> deep in, what do you mean he ran it through the internet well i thought of the idea first i was like what if somebody <laughs> did some sort of sock fraud and i worked backwards that's how i usually look for reverse my engineering reverse internet i like to call <laughs> okay, it okay all yeah, right i like to reverse the internet and suddenly so i i honestly i read maybe the first couple lines and i thought it was interesting enough yeah not realizing it's not a big article hey but it's Short an interesting articles one. are fine because then we'll move on to another topic. So um, I think we should start with the Southport sock man. Okay. This is the Southport. Oh, we need to figure out where we're going. So <laughs> I don't like you're about geez. to rap. This is the Southport. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Southport sock man coming at you live. <laughs> Breaking news from Southport. <laughs> Uh, so Morgana Roberts is an entertainer who became known as Morgana or Morgana the Kissing Bandit in baseball and other sports from 1969 through 1999. I guess she's retired. Bring her back from retirement. Reboot yeah. her. I want to see her rebooted. So here's a list of famous people she's kissed. Whoa. Non-athletes or all athletes? All athletes. Okay. Sorry, you said famous people, so you should just say athletes. Here's athletes that she kissed. Famous athletes. <laughs> Most of them are baseball players, but getting to your basketball guy, Kareem. She kissed Kareem. Really? Man. That's legit. I mean, I think he had to bend down for her. Yeah. Or she jumped. Or she jumped. She worked on her Or work. she had high heels. I think she had high heels for sure. So anyway, Morgana famously rushed the field on many occasions. She kissed Nolan Ryan, Pete Rose, Johnny Bench, George Brett twice, Steve Garvey, Len Baker, and Cal Ripken Jr., the Iron Iron Horse? Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, but below the waist, the Iron Horse. <laughs> oh, wow. Cal Rip. Cal Ribbon it good. Okay, so we know where we're going there. She's from Louisville, Kentucky. Sh- um, Taller than I expected. Five foot nine. She can get up there no, tr- no trouble. Not too much trouble. Right. Not too much trouble. And you throw on some high heels, you're good to you're go. You're above six foot. Yeah. All right, so we are on. The Southport Sock Man. <laughs> Between approximately 1996 and 1998, two men, so sock men. Like you and I. Ah, We're wow. both men. We're both wearing socks. Hey, welcome back to the Sock Man <laughs> podcast, where we review all socks of all types. That's not a ter- the yeah. worst <laughs> idea. For a podcast, maybe, but for a video podcast, there could be something said for that. That would get... At least 100,000 hits on YouTube. Did you ever hear of the old wives' tale of turning your sock around or inside out for, like, the comfortable part? As a condom? (laughs) The sock would not protect you (laughs) against any STD or a Maybe. (laughs) It can't. It can't. It can hurt. It It could probably hurt. It does more. I feel like you could do less. It adds a little barrier. (laughs) 
Well, bit. Anyway, <laughs> go on. I the, forgot what's I was the at. wives' tale? Some old wives' oh, tale about, about turning a sock inside about, out. About like some socks or something. If you turn it inside out, aren't like don't? Isn't the apparently the comfortable part is like on the outside? So you would turn it inside out, so your feet get the comfortable part. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't think it's. I've heard of turning a pink sock inside out. <laughs> And I don't know that that's all that comfortable. All my pink socks are turned inside <laughs> out. Okay. I got cauliflower socks. Oh, <laughs> that's how much. Yikes. <laughs> you should have worn a sock. That's how much. <laughs> if you got cauliflower they're socks. They're going in and out. Yeah, I got cauliflower. Oh, yeah, cauliflower feet. Okay, between <laughs> approximately 1996 and 1998, two men in Southport. Myerside, England, ran a scam to trick people into surrendering socks. Into surrendering your socks. Freeze! <laughs> Surrender your socks! <laughs> I gotta take my shoes off first. They became known individually as the Southport Sockmen. Stephen Bain and Stephen Gawthorpe would approach people in bars and clubs in Southport and buy the socks off their feet claiming to be collecting them for charity. Right, if they're buying them, though. Right. They would also take photos of the Sox owners and carefully keep track of their names and pictures. It later emerged... Oh, I see where it's getting dicey. <laughs> yeah, it's the photo... It's the keeping it's track. The, yeah, it's the... Yes. <laughs> Anytime you tail something, it's, it's the just remembering. not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. The documentation of it. If there's a sock pinned to a wall with a Polaroid pinned to a wall and a string connecting them, mm. that's when it becomes a problem. I yeah, think. that's a deal breaker, I feel like. <laughs> red, huge red flag, ladies. Ladies, if you walk in, if you walk in, in the first <laughs> date and you see, well, first off, if it's your sock, definitely run. But if it's And just, if he's also <laughs> already taken your socks during the date, bought them from you. Yeah. Not just taken them, bought yeah, them. Yeah, leave the from date, except, except the exchange. Because you're going away with money, but overall, don't see this person again. This is pre-Tinder, man. If these guys were on Tinder, swiping socks. That's true. Stephen Bain and Stephen Gawthorpe would approach people at, in bars and clubs in Southport and buy the socks off their feet, claiming to be collecting them for charity. They would also take photos of the socks owners and carefully keep track of their names and pictures. It later <laughs> emerged that the men were foot fetishes. And were hoarding the socks for their own sexual gratification. Together, though. Yeah, that's weird. That's see, I thought they were. I thought it was more fraudulent. Where I thought they were like selling other people's socks on the internet. Like, hey, this is this oh. is from twenty-five year old, you know, student Jonathan, and he yeah. likes to play racquetball and go to this bar and, and like here's a, here's a picture and these are his socks that he wore when he was at this bar or some crazy shit. Unwashed. Unwashed. <laughs> Fresh in the case. Yeah, it's like uh they vacuum seal it. Yeah, it's a mint condition sock. Yeah. <laughs> a mint condition used sock. Here we go, Jason. The crime was solved. They were roommates. When the men's flat was raided, the police found socks in 18-inch deep piles everywhere around the residence, such that one officer commented it was, quote-unquote, like an explosion in a sock factory. The socks were thought to number 10,000. 10,000 socks. Hey, officer, believe me, there was a bunch of explosions in those <laughs> socks, all right? Why are the socks dry and crusty? That's oh. that is terrible, and so that I'm like just taking aback at like what charity they pitched to these people, or what people were like, oh yeah, of course you're here at 11 p.m. at this bar asking for my socks for charity. Like well, what? What? Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I could see. I could see. And if you're wondering if I'm victim blaming, yes, I am. <laughs> you should have you're saying they should have asked more questions yes instead of free willingly giving their socks it away. does seem pretty harmless if somebody's like i'll give you two bucks for your socks it's for charity i would be like all right fine i don't care you Whatever. would be i'd be like what fucking charity wants my socks 
Yeah, and they would have a legitimate answer. I feel like you're like you're in that runner's mind state of like, oh yeah, socks for runners or some shit. Yeah, like, I've donated shoes to shoes are different to people. Shoes are different. I thought I was donating shoes to different to someone, but now I I know they might be in someone's apartment with my picture. Yeah. Somebody could be fisting your shoe right now. If they're lucky. Yeah. I got narrow feet, so that's a tight shoe. Hey. Good have, for them. Could have narrow uh, little fists. The socks were thought to number 10,000. Bain and Gawthorpe were jailed and eventually sectioned under the Mental Health Act. See, I kind of disagree with this because... this was Because it was like pre-planned and like coordinated? Well, it was pre- pre-planned, but they found each other. That's love. So that is love, but <laughs> like friendship. for them both to be mentally insane, mm. I, I find that hard to believe. It was too well calculated, frankly. That's true. I, I don't think you could say they're mental. Well, that's pre- mentally unhealthy for sure. They both have have the same name as well, right? The same person. Are <laughs> they both Steves? Steves, yeah. Weird. You're Steve. I'm Steve. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what are you into? <laughs> Socks. <laughs> they just. They're both. Uh, they're both. No shoes and look down at each other. This is, I honestly, this is like a miracle that they found each other. I think so. In the 90s. Yeah. So you're blaming God. Pretty much pre-internet. Yeah. yeah God does exist. That Stephen and Stephen, the sock guys, can find each other. The fact that they're both named Stephen. They both have. Well, I don't know that that's that biggest strength. Feet fetishes. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say they just are Stevens with feet. <laughs> Like, what are the coincidences? The fact that they have feet and they both are named Steven? I mean, that alone, I'd marry that person. <laughs> if I met a Jason that has feet, oh my goodness. <laughs> We'd be sucking up everybody. No. Sock okay. them and dropping them. Uh, so here's the end of the article. This is a fun little tidbit. This is a fun article, Jason. Hey, it's a small packages, big uh, thump. Socks. <laughs> Wilston Prison, the pair got a job working in the prison laundry cleaning prisoners' socks. Whoa, talk about, like, (laughs) (laughs) dream job. So what? You're telling me I don't even have to buy these socks? I mean... You know, like, uh, people used to say, like, oh, going to jail, it would be, like, a gay person's, like, dream, you know? But, like, legitimately... Whoa, your words, not mine. All right, sure, my words. But this person's <laughs> thing is, like, legitimately going to jail and just doing laundry is this guy's <laughs> dream. I think it's funny that the prison guards let them just clean the socks. Like, they're not on T-shirt duty, underwear duty, pant, like, with the whole jumpsuit. Just There's the a hierarchy. Socks. There's a hierarchy. Is socks you usually the lowest? Lowest. Down, dirty. They're going <laughs> to be, you know, like the filthiest by yeah. far. Yeah. Okay, so that's the end of the article. There's only a few links here, Jason. Ooh. Link me up. The options are Southport, Meyerside, England, Scam, or Foot Fetishists. Now, I do want to go to Southport real quick yeah. just to see what the population is. Big place? Or what's it's up? a coastal town okay. on the west coast of England with a population of 91,703. So uh, with 10,000 He got socks, over 10%. But if it's a pair, so each person has two feet. So how many pairs did he get? Well, they got 10,000 pairs approximately. So 5,000 people got their socks purchased from them. Right. And okay. that's saying so. that's what was left in the apartment. I wonder... If there was, like, a spot in the woods, too. Or, like, a whole public storage. Yeah, or like they were... extra... Right, that never got found. The like second apartment. <laughs> exactly. My sock apartment. There's cause there's these crazy... You know, it's, it's funny, because back in the day, like, you could... Like, men would have, like, a totally different life, because... Like, salesmen Dude, and stuff like that. Dude, it's so crazy. Because it was, like, just way easier to do in terms of communication, right? Yeah. Crazy enough, people still do it now. Yeah. But obviously more chances of getting caught. But back then, something like that can easily just This was the nineties. I mean, it's pre nine eleven, baby. Oh you could so do much anything pre nine eleven. Yeah. So much. I heard the second tower wait, wait, was you, I heard I What did you what did you hear? I heard the yeah. second tower. Second tower yeah. was filled with socks. 
And the third tower was That's the fake one. That's what was floating down in the video if you pause it that was like the real in, yellow and white it was socks. it wasn't like fire it was just socks yeah dirty socks some clean some <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't these guys then these guys don't go for that shit <laughs> no no they want filthy cuz imagine if you just cuz that was a foot fetish that's not a sock fetish yeah if you have a sock fetish you just go you know to to a little DSW get yourself a little six pack yeah, you know? I mean, Nothing. you get a job at the sock factory. Get home from work, get grab yourself a six-pack of socks. Nothing better, you know? <laughs> okay. But what they had right there, they had a, a foot fetish. They wanted the sweat, the sweat, grime, the yeah. smell. That's and why they were going to bars. People have been in their socks all day. Men and women, I, I suppose, right? This wasn't... Uh, it doesn't say, doesn't but say. I have a feeling. I mean, 10,000 pair, you're going to get a couple of dude socks in there. I, yeah, I don't think they would care. Yeah. I cannot imagine that a they would care. A foot's a foot. Right. Yeah. They're in it for the fetish. Right. Not what's connected to the person. Their heart? Their heart, yeah. Your foot Your foot can be connected to your heart. Okay, so do you want to go? We could go to Southport. We could go to England. We've been to England a lot. We could go to Scam. That might be fun. We've covered some scams on the podcast, like the salad oil Ooh, yeah. Scam, Big scams. whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, we've done a couple other scams. The Where bigger we they scam, the harder they fall. I agree with that. We could go to Foot Fetish. So what's your pick, Jason? Oh, foot Fetish. Yeah. You want to go to Foot Fetish? Yeah. All right. I'm a little worried. Of what's going to open up in you? I hate feet. Yeah. I legitimately Why? But you you like running. Disgusting. It's like it's your main source of power. I'm trying to escape my own feet. Trying to get away from them. That's Is that why. how you feel? That's how I feel. Yeah. I got to get away from my own feet. And they're still connected to me every time. That's no. crazy. To me, I would feel like it is... You know, if I had your abilities, I'd be like, this is where my power like comes from. This is where the, the nucleus of all that I can be when I am running... Mm. That's that's the source of it, you know. No, the, source the power comes from your legs and your yeah. heart. Yeah, and your but lungs. but the feet, the bad boys right there is what keeps you <laughs> the like the bad boys. The bad boys right there, <laughs> they keep you somewhat uh, grounded. Somewhat, uh, yes, your legs do the work, but your feet are the ones that kind of put you towards that trajectory, right? I mean, without that angle, you wouldn't be able to like run forward. They propel you. Yeah, have little nubs. Well, not up only and down. that, the uh, the toes provide balance. Yes, they do. So we are on foot fetishism. Foot fetishism, also known as foot partialism or podophila, is pronounced. I think they don't say the third one. That podophila. Often. Yeah, <laughs> it's too close. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because a, a podiatrist, that's like the feet, right? Yeah, there's yeah. a podophila living in the neighborhood. <laughs> no, 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 I'm only into socks. <laughs> he has to go around every door and knock and tell <laughs> yeah. everybody, can I have your socks? And also, I'm into socks. I will pay for them. <laughs> um, so it's a pronounced sexual interest in feet. It is the most common form of sexual fetishism for otherwise non-sexual objects or body parts. Okay. I can see that because so you're it's not um, alone. I can see that because it's you see that the most out of. I mean, there's whole sections of the internet where women, if they're like an influencer, wait, there's hold on, there's sections of. Can you point me to the direction of the section? <laughs> the women section. The women, of yeah, the can, I, can you point me to the women section? <laughs> I'm new to the internet. Can you point me to the, the women section? Hi, am I in the right section? So I think influencers experience this where. Female influencers will post a picture and it happens to have their foot in there. And then if they post enough pictures where their feet have been in pictures, there is a section of the Internet where men or women who have foot fetish people will give Look. their feet a score. Right. Like there's a whole website yeah, with yeah. people. I heard about the website. Right. Yeah, yeah. I scored myself. You did? I was modest. It's kind of like a Rotten Tomatoes score, I think. <laughs> they use the same uh, emblems, like Rotten Tomato. Right. You you want a 95 or yeah. above, Yeah. but it's also kind of scary if you have a 95 or above. Cause also, the audience score needs to be high as well. You don't want the critic score just to be high. For yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. But the critics, 
They got it's good important. Taste. It's important, but you know, it's what the people say. Yeah, you want artsy feet, but you also want to be mainstream. But I'm I'm thinking it it's it's saying uh, what, what was the statistics again? Like it's the most the most common form of sexual fetishism. It's also probably one of the most accessible ones. That's well. That's why I'm saying it's co- it's most common is because it's most accessible. It's like you know, on a it's just any out. given summer day. Yeah, I mean, who isn't who isn't wearing go to the beach? Everyone's wearing sandals. But I can't imagine having that fetish, like real, like a, I don't know, like a high acuity of it. Meaning, Me- meaning like like you really like you need the get feet. off you need a you need you a really get you need to see some it. feet touch some feet like it's unhealthy right like i can't imagine a person going out in southern california during the summer and functioning properly if it takes away from your regular day like right. if you're like late for work if you're not eating <laughs> if like you're skipping you know all you're this driving shit. yeah if like you're wasting money ju- yeah yeah that kind of shit. seeing yeah. a toe down the sidewalk if you and your friend are going down to bars and asking people for their socks <laughs> in exchange for a charity and right money then, <laughs> then then yeah we got a little bit of an issue yeah okay here's a general overview foot fetishism has been defined as a pronounced sexual interest in feet for a foot fetish i now pronounce you interested in feet (laughs) you may now kiss the feet you may now lick the feet (laughs) (laughs) for a foot fetishist points of attraction may include the shape and the size of feet feet soles toes jewelry for example toe rings anklets getting a little high with the anklet there treatments such as massaging that's a whole nother subreddit Washing a partner's feet or painting partner's toenails, state of dress, foot odor or sensory interaction. For example, rubbing the foot, tickling, uh, licking, rubbing genitals on foot, etc. Etc. I let's, like how the etc. Click etc. And then it escalates. <laughs> Extension. Balls on feet. <laughs> then, <laughs> then you know what etc. means. <laughs> I wonder, is there a name for the reverse of that, where it's like someone wants their feet to touch genitals? Not. I would imagine it's in the same ballpark. Is that a foot fetish, though? So you want your genitals touched by feet? No, 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 no. Like, if I wanted my feet touched by genitals. No, just say, that's the... just say I want my, and then say what you're going to say. <laughs> I want my feet to be touching genitalia. 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 Does that mean I have a foot fetish? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I mean... Or does that... Or do I have a genitalia fetish if that gets you off i would say foot because foot is the odd man there if you were like i want my penis touched by genitalia which does not belong yeah that's genitalia on genitalia you're going foot on genitalia genitalia on genitalia on genitalia baby i'm gonna tell you what (laughs) okay (laughs) odor fetishism Seems to play a major role in foot fetishism and close and is closely related to it. In a 1994 study, 45 percent of those with a foot fetish were found to be aroused by smelly socks or feet, making it one of the most widespread forms of olfactophila. So I assume that's a fetish that relates to smell. This is under health and disease. Some researchers have hypothesized that foot fetishism increases as a response to epidemics of sexually transmitted diseases. Oh, oh. wait, epide- so meaning meaning like, like during the AIDS era, people are like, let me just get into feet. Seems safer. Feet. Seems safer. Let me go lower. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's still like the foot grows some things. Like athlete's foot. Yeah, like, sure. I don't know, funguses, something else, all sorts of disgusting things. So I think like, that can be said with a lot of parts of the human body, but more often than not, you're right, the feet, because you're on it all the time. It's the second most 
used. Disgusting place other than the genitals, I think, in terms of growing, like, stuff. <laughs> because it's dark? It's dark. It's It doesn't get aired out enough. It doesn't enough. get aired right. Unless. Yeah. Unless you got someone into feet yeah. and they're like, hey, yeah. Throw a little open, you have open a, toad. Yeah, Throw you have a little a, open toad there. You haven't aired your puppies out. Yeah. Let's get them out. Yeah. All right. That's fair. <laughs> In one study conducted by Dr. A. James Gianni of Ohio State University, an increased interest in feet as sexual objects was observed during the great gonorrhea epidemic of the 12th century in Europe and the syphilis epidemics of the 16th and 19th centuries in Europe. Your boy's got to put his dick on something. Well, <laughs> what were people writing? Like, wh- <laughs> how did he get this info? Hey, man, you'd be surprised. You ask people some real questions, they'll give you some real answers. Asking people that are 300 years old, tough to pull those people. There's records. But maybe, maybe it was showing up in art and poetry... Sure. Because you get the famous artists, they're getting displayed in the galleries, but then there's probably like hundreds of thousands of feet paintings. Sure, or like Polaroids just of feet out there. Of, of uh, socks. Again, this <laughs> this was the eight, 16th and 19th century and oh. 12th century. So. Okay, so oil paintings of yeah. socks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of socks. Some of the earliest recorded instances of foot fetishism occur in the erotic poems To a Barefoot Woman and To a Barefoot Boy. That was attributed to some Greek writer who was not going Greek. He was going all feet. <laughs> Another if you don't go Greek, you go all feet. <laughs> Another reference to the fetish is made by Berthold of... Uh, somewhere. I don't know. It doesn't matter. F. Scott Fitzgerald was described by a mistress as a foot fetishist and himself Mm. referred to a Freudian shame about his feet. Actor Idris Elba has confirmed in interviews since 2013. Jeez, by now they're like, yeah, 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 we got the foot thing. Stop bringing it up in every interview that he has a foot fetish. For example, in 2016, telling UK Esquire, quote-unquote, I've got a foot fetish, women's feet. (laughs) I've got a foot fetish, fetish? I do. (laughs) That's the fetish? Women's feet. Women's feet. I feel like, uh, again, I almost don't want to call it a fetish anymore if everyone finds this appealing. Well, everyone doesn't. I specifically told you. A majority of people. No, find it. I, I don't think like. a ma- I don't think a majority. I feel like I think I also think a small my ma- my ma- majority. You know how like uh, I don't know five years ago everybody was like eating ass, eating ass. So I think just because people were saying eating ass, more people probably dabbled in eating ass, and then were like, I don't like this. I think the same thing with feet. Like people, celebrities. I think ass hasn't gone away. <laughs> so Not in your mouth. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like ass is here I to think, stay. No, same thing. No, that's like, but I that's think, like saying. I think eating ass was going up, and now you don't hear people talking about it as much. Eating ass is different. That's not like a fetish. That's not no, like... No, but I'm saying like sexual things get talked about more, and then people are like, oh, this person, for example, I see ludicrous here. He probably raps about feet in, you know, yeah, in chicken and in beer. In some of his, <laughs> and what? In chicken and beer. Chicken and beer. His his uh, album, Chicken and Beer. Oh, and feet. In his album, Chicken and Beer and Feet. Chicken, chicken, He's beer, and definitely feet. rapping about feet. <laughs> beer and chicken feet. Yeah, that's ludicrous. So anyway, I bet people hear that and they're like, oh, maybe I should try a little foot stuff. Or Quentin Tarantino puts it in every freaking movie because sure. he clearly has a foot fetish. And then people are like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe I should dabble in feet. And then they find out, mm, not into it. So I don't think it's as popular. See, I wish I was be- more into feet. I wish I, I'm like, I'm not into feet enough. I want my feet to be touching genitalia. 
Other contemporary celebrities who have told interviewers, quote-unquote, I have a foot fetish or a slight variation thereof include Brooke Burke, Enrique Iglesias, Tommy Lee, Ludacris, Ricky Martin, and Todd Phillips. 2004 Playmate cover. I forget what the month. I still have it, though. Nice. It's in the the archives. All right. Well, we got to start moving here, Jason. We're almost out of time. I picked Brooke Burke. You prick, pick Brooke Burke. I prick Brooke Burke. Brooke Burke. I do think we should go to Brooke Burke, but I do see AIDS epidemic. Magic Johnson, big name in the AIDS epidemic. He played yeah, with Kareem. He, some people Kareem, say he started it all. Kareem, <laughs> patient zero, Magic Johnson. Kareem played with Magic, but I don't know if we'll be able to, if Morgana kissing Kareem is Makes a big enough blip in, in his, his career. Right. Probably so, not. but I think maybe you're saying baseball though. See also, Brooke Burke, Brooke Burke, I Brooke can't Burke. say her name. Brooke Burke, born September eighth, nineteen seventy one, as an American television personality. Oh, we could go to television personality. That's right in the Morgana. So she's a personality. She's a personality. Definitely. Fitness personality, author, actress, and businesswoman. Slash 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 slash. She is known for hosting the E! Network travel show Wild On, CBS Rockstar, and TV Land's She's Got the Look. After winning the seventh season of Dancing with the Stars, she served as co-host of Dancing with the Stars. Okay, she was born in Hartford, Connecticut. Now, should we go down to personal life, see who she's been hooking up with? I think she's married with kids by now. Mm. I've looked into it. She was a huge crush. During when they aired like Howard Stern on E, and mm. it was like, please hurry up and play uh, Wild on E. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. Starring okay, Brooke Burke. I gotcha. Burke was married twice. Her first marriage was to plastic surgeon Garth Fisher, and she raises his daughter in her Jewish faith. They have two daughters. Uh, we oh, don't need to Jewish bring the too? daughters in this. <sighs> in 2006, Burke began dating actor and singer David Shervet. Whom she married August 12th, 2011, blah, blah, blah. All right, that doesn't help us. But Dancing with the Stars guaranteed that's at a baseball player. Guaranteed that has an athlete. All right, I'm going to Dancing with the Stars. We really got to stay laser focused here. I do see Monday Night Football. No tangents? We could get to football. No tangents. We're low on time, Jason. Everyone knows what Dancing with the Stars is, right? I think so. Give an explanation while I search through this article, Jason. I've never seen it. <laughs> you, uh, well, all right, that's perfect. Oh no, wait, wait, Give okay. Your explanation no, no, of it's what okay. You it's think it's Dancing pretty. With the stars is okay. No, no, I got that mixed up with the singing ones because they're all kind of similar. The singing ones, but Dancing Dancing with the Stars, I know what that's about. It's you stick a professional dancer with a quote unquote star, and then you have judges, which I believe are mainly professional dancing judges, or perhaps famous people as well mm-hmm. they judge uh the, the dancing so they take a class they have to like do a certain technique or dance like ballroom or hip-hop or whatever maybe yeah they practice for however many weeks and then they showcase and then they get voted off correct what do you feel yeah i think that's the gist of it yeah. i also have never seen it but i think that yeah they get paired with a fame uh right not there's famous a, dancer, i always like successful just, dance i always just remember s- seeing the social media of like Whenever the first person gets, mm-hmm. like, who's the first person that gets kicked off? The first star. Okay, so I see Emmett Smith. All right, that's our first athlete. He did the cha-cha-cha. What's Lindy Hop? That's a type of dance? I have no idea. I'm briefly clicking on Lindy Hop. It's an American dance which was born in the African-American communities in Harlem, New York City, in 1928 and has evolved since. It was very popular during the swing era of the late 1930s and early 1940s. All right. What kind of da- so what kind of dancing? Like a mix of swing? It is mainly hop? based on jazz, tap, breakaway, and Charleston. It is frequently described as a jazz dance and is a member of the swing family. So on the swing family swingers, reunions, yeah. the Lindy Hop is wearing the t-shirt. One of the swingers. Showing up. Yeah. Right. That was just a little tangent. A little taste. Um, I swear, like, David Justice or Calvin Johnson, I see him. Who's David Ross? Is he a football player? Baseball player! There we go! Wow. 
David Ross coming in. David Wade Ross to you, my friend. Ooh. Is an American former professional baseball catcher who is the current manager for the Chicago Cubs of Major League Baseball, also known as MLB. MLB. He played for 15 seasons in Major League Baseball. Never heard of him. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Wait, hold on. So what what were the teams? What was her home stadium? Where was she kissing? I, I, she was kissing all over, man. So she went to Cal Ripken was Baltimore. Nolan Ryan was lots of So she of went teams. to the games. It wasn't she like went to she the just games. went to yeah. whatever, the closest stadium. And yeah, she made the rounds. I think she pinpointed players. So maybe we should go to Major League Baseball. Go broad. Yeah. And, yeah. and see if we can narrow it down. Like maybe they have like super fan personalities or something like that. Yeah. The classics. Uh, Major League Baseball is a professional baseball organization and the oldest major professional sports league in the world. As of 2022, a total of 30 teams play in Major League Baseball, 15 teams in the National League, and 15 in the American League. You know what I just noticed real quick? The baseball logo? Yeah. That ball is way too cl- Like He's going to get hit. There's no way he's got room for to swing, right? He's already... Maybe it's a ball. You know, there's strikes and balls. Maybe he's taking the pitch, Jason. Maybe the count is 3-0. That's good. Let's make the logo of this our, our sport the most boring play ever. Just, exactly. Yeah, ball one. <laughs> ball four, take your base. <laughs> the pitcher stinks in the logo. That's why they should change the NBA logo to, uh, like, somebody dunking instead of, you know, somebody. W- it looks like to me like they're about to trip. Somebody kind of juking. It looks like they're like standing on two legs, leaning over. It it's looks Jerry like, West, right? But it looks like he's tri- he's about to trip. Well, it's probably knowing white players, he was probably about to pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I had to guess, with two hands and a bounce. But that's yeah. Like, see if he <laughs> see that would be the equivalent of this kind of logo. Would be like just a bounce pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, the sport rose in popularity in the 1920s and survived potential downturns during the Great Depression and World War II. Shortly after the war, Jackie Robinson broke baseball's color barrier. Barrier? Barrier. Uh, So the 1950s and 60s were a time of club expansion and relocation for the American League and National League. All right, let's go. Let's check out women in baseball. What? <laughs> Maybe Morgan is in there. Major League Baseball banned the signing of women to contracts in 1952, but that ban was lifted in 1992. As of 2021, there have been no female Major League Baseball players, but there was just the first female Major League Baseball coach. Oh, wow. I believe she... Coaches for the San Francisco Giants. Well, okay, so here's scandals. During the 1980s, baseball experienced a number of significant changes the game had not seen in years. Home runs were on the decline throughout the decade, with players hitting only 40 home runs just 13 times and no one hitting more than 50 home runs in a season for the first time since the dead ball era, which was 1900 to 1919. Get them juiced up. That's what I'm talking about. The 1981 Major League Baseball strike from June 12th until July 31st forced the cancellation of 713 total games and resulted in a split season format. In 1985, Pete Rose, who Morgana kissed, we might want to go to him. But, you know, he, he kissing her was, like, the I least know. deviant thing he did. Uh, uh, true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we got to try something here. Yeah, yeah. In 1985, Pete Rose broke Ty Cobb's all-time hits record with his 4,192nd hit. And in 1989, Rose received a lifetime ban from baseball as the result of betting on baseball games while manager of the Cincinnati Reds. Did he, that get lifted or no? Is that, it did not get lifted. Did. Yeah, he's still... He's dead, right? He's not dead, uh, no. He's still alive. Can they lift it after he's dead? Like, what's... like What's the... What's, what are, what's the what are we doing over here? Well, why have any rules, Jason? If you can bet oh, on the but he's game... But he's not even, like, playing anymore. Like, he can't... Well, he did a bad thing. He yeah, was, and I think he served his... Uh, no, no. 
because he knew. He knew that, that for betting on baseball, they hand out lifetime bans, and he still did it. I don't discredit his love of baseball. And I know he's also said he only bet on the Reds, but also it taints things, man. I don't know. I'm uh, Team Rose. Do you want to go to Pete Rose? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, he's also known by his nickname Charlie Hustle, is an American former professional baseball player and manager. Rose played in Major League Baseball from 1963 to 1983. 23 years. A lot of years. A lot of years. Most prominently as a member of the Cincinnati Reds, the team known as the Big Red Machine for their dominance of the National League in the 1970s. He also played for the Philadelphia Phillies and Montreal Expos. All right, let's scroll down here, see if we can get anything on Morgana. I don't even know how to, like... Look for it? Look for it. I mean, this guy is kind of a piece of shit. So suspensions as a manager is a whole section here. (laughs) 30-day suspension, then permanent ineligibility investigation. Team Rose. Uh, And then there's tax tax evasion. And then, oh, this is you, you, when you know someone has like really had an issue. WWE. Oh yeah, unless WWE is your starter, like yeah. unless you're starting there, you fall on a, hard yeah, time. It's not good when you, that's when you're <laughs> ending there. Between 1998 and 2000, Rose appeared. Although Trump was in, on on WWE before he became president. All right, that's true. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. Uh, Rose appeared uh, at WWE's annual WrestleMania pay-per-view event in what became a running gag at WrestleMania XIV. He served as quote-unquote guest ring announcer during a match between Kane and The Undertaker before which he took a tombstone pile driver from Kane, also nicknamed the Big Red Machine. So Kane's nickname was the Big Red Machine. For the next year, uh, Rose was portrayed as seeking revenge. To do so, he dressed as the San Diego chicken and attacked Kane before his scheduled match, only to take another tombstone. He returned for a third time the following year at WrestleMania 2000, but again was thwarted by Kane. I mean, I didn't think we'd go to Pete Rose and talk about his wrestling career, but here we are. Um, You got beaten down by the big red machine. Every year. So now I'm down to personal life. I see Playboy, Melrose Place, Billy Joel. I see statutory rape. Rose filed a defamation suit against attorney John M. Dowd in July 2016 after Dowd had alleged alleged in a radio interview the previous summer that Rose had engaged in statutory rape. A court document... Is on radio? Uh, This was on a radio interview. A court document during the suit was released in July 2017 with a sworn statement alleging Rose had engaged in a sexual relationship with a minor in the 1970s. In light of these new allegations, the Phillies canceled his upcoming Philadelphia Baseball Wall of Fame ceremony. On December 15, 2017, a judge dismissed the defamation lawsuit when both parties reached an agreement. So here is C also. Let's do it. Fingers crossed. Dicks crossed. I do not see Morgana. This is this is trouble. Mm. I see a baseball scandals. We could go to baseball scandals and maybe it's C also there. Go go in there and I feel like it could be like a light a scandal. Sub, a sub scandal, right. yeah. So, 1980s, the Pete Rose betting scandal, 1980s collusion, sign stealing. I'm going to see also. Included? Uh, list of people banned from Major League Baseball. Maybe she's not, that's why. Do you why think she's banned? She's not banned. She could be. It's disheartening to hear. She could be banned. I don't know. Let's check it out. So, this is people that are banned by the commissioner. So, Bart Giamatti served only five months as commissioner of baseball before he died of a heart attack at his Martha's Vineyard home on September 1st, 1989. But one of the things he did was ban Pete Rose. 
in the brief five months. Um, wow. Ban- so it's that guy's fault? I don't know that it's his fault, but... Uh, well, I'm not blaming Pete Rose, if that's what you think. <laughs> I know, you're a Rose apologist. I do not see anything here, man. Should we just call it and go straight to Morgana? Up to you, teach. All right, classes, we need to move on. Okay. So we're going straight to Morgana. I'm certain she is somewhere in here, and maybe we'll do a follow-up, but probably not. All right. We already talked about all the people she kissed. Let's hear how she got her start. She initially wanted to be a nun, but ran away from the school at age 13, hitchhiking with a friend to Baltimore, where she begged shop owners for a job while living on the street and eating out of garbage cans. It's Baltimore for you. (laughs) I think everyone in Baltimore eats out of garbage cans. It's why you go to Baltimore. (laughs) For the crab garbage? Oh, great crab garbage. Crabs are the garbage of the sea, honestly. Yeah. She was unable to find work because she was too young to get a work permit and was also eating garbage. Pre, I love how they say pre-baseball career. And then there's a section called... It's like when she was ba- in the minor leagues? <laughs> yeah, called baseball <laughs> career. Uh, let's just bounce around here. She attracted particular attention for what the writer Hank Davis described as, quote-unquote, her TNA. ample physical development. Simply put, the woman makes Dolly Parton look developmentally delayed. She gave her measurements as, uh, and you know measurements, Jason. I'm all about the curvature. Okay, because I don't. Like, it's simpler than baseball. Okay, her measurements are, she gave her measurements. Uh, so so they could be exa- Yeah, they could be a little exaggerated. It's like your height on your license. Her measurements are 60, 23, 39. What's that mean? That's uh, 60 bust, right. 23 waist, waist, which is tiny. I 39 mean, hips? Like your, your waist, jeans, 33, 32, 31? Like 29. 29. Yeah. And that's you. She had a 22? 23. 23. And now what are... What she was had a Jordan waist. And what was her hips? Her hips were 39. So That's nine, almost 40. So on each side, it goes out four and a half inches from her waist right. to her hips and goes out, <laughs> <laughs> it goes out an additional 20 inches on each side. It doesn't go out straight to their left and right. It's <laughs> no, it goes, the body, the body it, is not just left and right. It's <laughs> perfectly horizontal across the chest and boobs sticking out the side. She couldn't put her arms down. <laughs> Yo, know, she is like old school Coke bottle, like Coke glass. She frequently quipped that Parton was, Dolly Parton, that yes. is, oh, was quote unquote flat chested compared to her. Morgana's famously. <laughs> you talking about Dolly Parton, that flat ass bitch? <laughs> Not flat ass. Don't, don't flat chested. No, bitch. but you know what I mean. Uh, she had to wear eye cup bras costing $50 each and custom made by a firm in Columbus, Ohio. Quote, unquote, people ask me where I get my bras, and I always tell them the same people who make my bras made the domes for all the stadiums. I like her sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Can I be honest? She's a... Yeah. She's talking shit on more famous people. Yeah. She's just keeping keeping her name in people's mouth. Keeping it lighthearted with a couple of, you know, wayward knee slappers, you know? (laughs) Wayward knee slappers. Yeah, I like that. She also had to spend $45 a month on aerobics classes to help strengthen her back to take the weight of what she called, quote-unquote, her stage props. (laughs) You know, if this lady had an OnlyFans right now, dude, oh, oh my God. She probably does. All her bills <laughs> would be alive. paid. Sure, yeah. Nonetheless, she insisted, quote, unquote, I'm not a sex symbol. I'm a comedian. I make folks smile. I make them laugh. And that makes my day. What are we here for, if not that? Beautiful. Beautiful sentiments from this woman. Now, here's her baseball career. <laughs> Her on-field career began in August 1969 when she rushed rushed onto the field at Crosby Field, Cincinnati, and kissed Reds player Pete Rose, uh, Mr. Charlie Hustle himself. She was prompted by a friend who, quote-unquote, dirty double dared me to do it. Where I'm from, you don't turn down a dirty Dirty double dare, dare, at least not when you're a teenager. Right. Rose... 
Oh, Rose loved teenagers also. It was noted. Allegedly. Allegedly. But it was noted. Settled out of court. Yeah, allegedly. But it Rose was. reacted with, quote unquote, terrible language. But the next night he tracked her down to the local night spot where I was appearing and apologized with a bunch of roses. She obtained the nickname the, Qu- uh, the Kissing Bandit from a Cincinnati sports writer who announced her arrival with the headline, Bandit Steals Kiss from Pete Rose. So I guess maybe Cincinnati was her home field. Okay. Over the following years, Morgana became a familiar sight at baseball fields, basketball courts, and hockey rinks. By 1990, she Ooh, hockey rinks. I would love to go to the hockey rink. That is a tough one because it's cold. That's yeah. why you would love to go? Yeah. <laughs> sliding across the ice how do you even hop over the glass that's even more of what i want to see wild yeah how do you carry those two props over the glass maybe they gain access she's like uh driving the what is it (laughs) zamboni Zamboni. like oh what is that (laughs) i've never been on one of those before (laughs) that's a big machine (laughs) and she makes a slow getaway (laughs) and kisses a hockey player uh, she's kissed 37 Major League Baseball players, 12 National Basketball Association players. She also kissed various umpires, managers, and owners, and on one occasion, the San Diego Chicken. Wait, who dressed up as the chicken? Pete Rose. Oh, we could have gotten to the chicken from Pete Rose. Got to Morgana. She confined herself to kissing them on the cheek. Of course, Con- she's so a lady. No tongue. Yeah. Commenting. No, you can still do tongue on the cheek. <laughs> That's licking a cheek, Jason. All right. Licking and sticking. She said, it's more sanitary than the lips, and that way their wives don't get upset. Besides, who wants tobacco stains all over your teeth? Three weeks after Morgana had kissed George Brett as he prepared to bat against the Baltimore Orioles, Brett marched onto the stage during Morgana's performance and to cheers of the crowd gave her a kiss of her own. So he kissed her. Few players seem to mind being kissed by her. Gave her a taste of her medicine. Yeah. Tongue, too. Tongue, George too. Brett, known for tongue. Also, George Brett, there's a great clip on YouTube of him talking about how he shits himself once a year. Like, for practice? <laughs> Accidentally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, post-baseball career. Let's see what happened here. How Like, how low they're hanging? Oh, yeah, she probably got injured. Off the field, Morgana worked as an entertainer doing comedy and dancing. She worked regularly as an exotic dancer in Houston, Las Vegas, and Oklahoma City, sometimes earning as much as... How much do you think she would earn a week, Jason? A week? Dancing, yeah, a week. This is what years? I'll say post-baseball, so post-1999. Oh, post-1999? I'll say she was making... Three grand a week. Uh, not a bad guess. Not a great guess. Seven thousand to ten thousand dollars a week. It's great. She was occasionally hired to publicize events, making personal appearances, and giving speeches at places such as car shows and trade conventions. Oh, uh, I could totally see her in car shows and trade yeah. conventions. Yeah. yeah, I've been to car shows myself. There's mm. plenty of teachers. Sixty twenty three twenty nine assistants. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, she also appeared on Johnny Carson, David Letterman. She did. She's appeared in Playboy. Let's go down to personal life and wrap it up here. At age 22, Morgana married Bill Cottrell, an accountant from Columbus, Ohio. The two met at a a World Series game where he offered to help her with her taxes. You know, I could... uh, I could write those puppies off. <laughs> That's a write-off. That's a That's work a expense, young That's lady. A yeah, yeah, yeah. Six. <laughs> what do they weigh? You can it's write based on weight. I gotta weigh them. You can write off the milk. You know. That? <laughs> yeah. And it's not a nipple if there's not milk dripping out of it. That's true. A lady's nipple. Six months later, they got engaged. Morgana joked, "Quote unquote, the man is saving you money. Better marry him." She retired at the end of 1999 and now lives in Ohio. She no longer grants interviews, but made an exception for the 50th anniversary of her first on-field kiss by giving a phone interview with USA Today in 2019, which she reaffirmed her retirement. Can we bring her back? 
Out of retirement? Out of retirement. I, I don't think so. A wiki so. special? She's 70. She's happily married. She's got a son named Nick who's probably fully grown. Probably has grandkids. You can't have grandma running on the field. Just break a hip. It She's becomes a family emergency. No one wants that. No, no one wants that. Not at 70. Yeah. Well, what an interesting character. What an interesting episode. A lot we, of feet. A lot of we went heavy on the feet this episode. Heavy on the feet. And guess what? We do. might do it again. <laughs> Never. Come on down to our next episode, guys. We had a great one this time. Thank you so much for tuning along. And please remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. There it is. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in the next one.